Black African power was good, was happening, a well-organized lie. Defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woo-hoo, we, man, y'all already know what it is, man. It's God killer in a house, and I'm coming to do what I got to do, and I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm standing tall, I'm standing strong. Hey, and it's I'm in Raw Squad up. What's good, family? Man, let me shout out uh, Magi Archers before I get into my mini lecture. What's good, Magi? Man, appreciate your work in the community, man. A lot of people don't know you've been working in the community yo, before the days of the quote-unquote your uh, uh, entry into the country community by having that battle element, you know what I'm saying, and having outstanding metanature skills and research and development. Appreciate you, bro. You know what I mean? I want to also shout out the Hyrule crew, man. Appreciate y'all work that y'all been doing for years in hip-hop and in your community. So for that, you know what I'm saying, in Oakland, I got to shout y'all out. Yeah, hey, make sure y'all get uh, the handbook for the conscious, conscious community written by the Magi. All right, Smash Rockwells, man. Appreciate you, bro. Hope to be in Oakland soon. So look, let's get right to it, man. I did a video. Uh, Sarnetta titled the video... Uh, uh, Unk from the Amaral Squad, Religion versus Natural History. Y'all got to check that out so y'all know what I'm talking about on this one. And so first of all, uh, out of natural history come religion, and I can absolutely prove that. So early man didn't just start off, you know what I'm saying, with a type of uh, uh, religious system that was in a book. Matter of fact, in the ancient world, the book religion is very, very odd. And the first type of the book religion was Judaism, Christianity, and then Islam. These are the first book religions. You know what I'm saying? I call it the flim-flam system, right? They put that shit in writing to totally flim-flam you. All right, so look, let's let's prove that point real quick. And then I want to get into the comments, man, because I know our attention spans around here ain't too long. This next younger crowd, you got to be moving very, 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 very fast. So I want to come to this book right here, uh, Man, God, and Civilization. So for the young scholars, man, you got to read these works and you got to help upgrade them. But the only way you upgrade a work is to read it. Let's get right into it. So the point I'm making right here is some of the oldest forms of worship, right? I want to give y'all... Uh, Basically, uh, timetable and, and, and how early man, man being inclusive of men and women. So I ain't leaving the sisterhood out here. I'm going to show y'all how. So right here, uh, chapter 6, uh, the worship of nature. Let's see what the great um, uh, John Jackson has to say. He says, the worship of nature is based on the, mm, the, the personification of natural phenomenons. Okay? He's talking about the energies like rain. Sleet, hail, snow, wind, uh, uh, sea, the oceans, you know what I'm saying? The ocean currents, these are phenomenons, okay? Uh, sun, uh, uh, the sun baking certain things, just the rays of the sun, that's a natural phenomenon, okay? Uh, the, the spring, winter, summer, you know, you know what I'm saying? Fall. The seasons, these are natural phenomenons. Volcanoes erupting, things of those natures are natural phenomenons. And early man, whether you liken it to animals, the way they live, the way they uh, navigated through nature, these things are natural occurrences in nature. We're going to call them natural phenomena. Well, that's exactly what they're called. Uh, so go on, so I'll say, for the men and women of older times personified the various objects and forces of nature and worshiped them as gods. So your first gods was what? The natural phenomenon in your environment. Okay, now y'all kind of getting it a little bit. Maybe. Probably not. Because 
Some of y'all, just a little bit, are spooked out and will not hear this. But I'm thinking the next generation, you know what I'm saying, when put right to them, okay, will get this. Okay, it say, in, in these natural worships, it says, that great humanist and late, the late Edward uh, Carpenter observed, this is what this guy, uh, Edward Carpenter says, he says, there may be discerned three fairly independent schemes of religious or quasi-religious enthusiasm that connected with the phenomenon of the heavens, the movement of the sun, planet, stars, and the awe and wonderment they excited. Two, that connected the seasons and the very important matter of growth, vegetation, and food of the earth. And three, that connected with the mysteries of sex and reproduction. Okay, it is obvious that these three, these three schemes would mingle and interfuse with each other a good deal. But as far as they were uh, uh, separable, the first would tend to create solar heroes and sun mythos. Uh, the second, vegetation gods and personification of nature and the earth life. While the third would, would throw its glamour over other two and contribute to the projection of deities or demon worship with all sorts of sexual sexuality and phallic rituals. Very interesting right there. Let me finish this. He say the terrestrial, this is this is John Jackson speaking now. He goes on to say the terrestrial gods seem to be older than the celestial gods. Terrestrial gods would be earth. Celestial gods would be objects in the heavens. Okay? So the, the earthly divinities will be our first object of study. The earth itself worshiped under the name of the great mother. Okay? was the oldest of the gods worship of nature. The God, the, the, the mm, was the oldest of the gods of nature. It's a earth worship was basic in the religion. Now, uh, hold on, let me see. Earth worship was basic, okay? So this is a basic thing in earth worship. Now he's talking about the Armenians. He said the earth worship was basic in the religion of the early Armenians. All right, so we see here, okay, that early humans and the Americans, you know what I'm saying, in Africa and abroad, right, early humans, period, right, the earth, earth worship. Now, why would earth worship be so important? Well, that's where you get all your substances from. Whether you like it or not, early man, you know what I'm saying, didn't have cars, didn't have books, reading material. All they had was their natural environment and the things that created out of their natural environment. They did not have time to philosophize. This is later on. Okay, so early on, early man needed to maintain and understand its environment. Now, not unless you spooked out, you think the clouds split and some God dove out, you know what I'm saying, say, here I am, right? Let me show you how to navigate the world. I know y'all want to believe that, right? But that's part of spookism, and that's one of the reasons why we're still not successful like we need to be in North America, because now we need to reorganize and break down and understand our ecology with our ecology where we are. And that's when I try to say we need to develop a new system. Never knocking the African system, I've never said that, right? People claim I've said that. They make the mistake in saying what I didn't say, right? And, and, and barely understand what I did say.
So let's get right to the comment section real fast. So there you go. Early man has to use his environment. And later on, through the understanding of his environment, he would create mythos, he would create religions. Always in his environment. So it don't make no sense for a person to develop a snowmobile, a, a snowmobile, right, and try to use it in the Sahara. Wouldn't make no sense. Although a snowmobile might work in that desert sands. <laughs> but let me keep going here. Let's read the comments, right? On that video that I talked about. Oh, say, so let's come to uh to Huti Maya. Appreciate you, bruh. It say a roach as a deity isn't really far-fetched as an African concept. And Kemet Beatles were a deity. Remember, Kepita, spirituality should empower your culture, community, and nation. Good points, um. Appreciate that. Uh, the brother's clearly studying and he clearly understanding the foundation of what African spirituality is. So I want y'all to know, right, in all my conversations, I've never said throw out the foundation. It makes no sense to throw out the foundation. The foundation is 300,000 years, right? And it clearly works. And it can be changed and altered, but the foundation should be there intact. What is the foundation? Observe nature, deify nature. That is the foundation. You know what I'm saying? Of what we did as African people. So let's get that straight. Now we got that clear. And let's read some of these crazy comments. Let's get one more positive comment. Global view. Black African power, bro. Uh, I deified a squirrel. He say laugh out loud. Another, another survivor that, that is the king of shell games. Laugh out loud. And getting the nut. Laugh out loud. But nah. This is so true. I've been saying this forever. All right. That's another person to understand how you got to deify uh, animals in your ecology. Well, that's what early people did. They deified their environment and all the animals, everything in it. Is that not how the Nile Valley Africans did it? It sure is. Look at their pantheon of deities. Animal worship was on high, right, in African uh, uh, traditional systems. Look at the totems they had. Yeah, right. So y'all clearly understand that. Y'all want to use the modernized thing. I feel you. The book religions, Islam, Christianity, Judaism. See, that's spirituality, y'all. Let me keep moving. Now, you got uh, a cow uh, theme TV. Y'all got a lot of weird names, so I mispronounce them. Don't say nothing about it. it ain't my fault. Y'all fault. He said, y'all been howling Hotep and Kemet for the last three years. Now we need a new shit. At first, it was about getting rid of all the religions and get back to the old ways of our traditional African ancestors. Let me stop right here. Yeah, get back. What, what, when, we, when we're saying get back to it, get back to the foundation. That's what I'm talking about, bro. I know you don't get it because you're kind of hating a little bit, and I know you're a little bit spooked out, right? I'm saying get back to the foundation is what I'm talking about. He continues to say, now it's new shit because the original system was not able to withstand the white man. Wow, damage control. Ain't no damn damage control over here, bro. It's obvious that when these systems were created, they had no idea of what a European was or what an Indo-European was. Had no idea that. They understood what an Asiatic person was. They got that, that mixed breed with that brown skin. Yeah, they understood that, but they didn't understand the pale man at all. They wasn't ready for that. And so how could you develop a system, right, that had not seen that incursion in the ecosystem yet? Yeah, so we got to design that now. And I hope this is very, very clear. Let me keep going. Real fast, he says, so Unc says people who practice traditional African religions are still practicing Christianity. Why? Because they both pray. It's a question mark. I'm not quite getting what he's saying. 
How much time do people spend in a day practicing this religion? Uh, a one-minute prayer in the morning and a new and a new hours on Sunday. Goes on to say people spend their time raising children, working and trying to stack some cash. They say their religion is mainly their moral guide. Um, you are confusing religion with culture. He goes on to give you the seven elements of religion. All right, whatever. Y'all can read that. First of all, I'm not confusing anything. I'm not confusing religion with culture. Okay, first of all, uh, religion is culture. Culture is religion. Language is culture. These things are so intertwined and bound together that you can't separate it with religion. What? To bind. Legios, to bind back, to tie back into. So obviously, it, it's a point in time in your history when you start to get away from nature, you need to tie back and buy, bind back to that. Let me keep going on. Next comment when it starts to get crazy. This is J. Horn Chronic. We should deify vermin, huh-uh? Gee, who told you to tell us that? The feds? What in the hell is going on here? Man, so the feds gonna give us a serious education piece to get back to the people? I don't think so, bro. You're out of your mind. Okay, let me see. They say, if Big Unk would, uh, uh, I per relatively deal with any African traditional system, he could easily see the reality of spirit. He hasn't reached that level of growth yet. Well, you're right. When I do reach that level of growth and I'm able to see some spirits, then I'll let y'all know. Because obviously, it ain't for me. I ain't seen them yet. I know they're probably there. Man, I know some of y'all going to be shooting the rays at the, at, at the channel and, the, and the get me in. I get it. I'm saying, but you can't knock me for something I ain't seen yet. Right? I'm thinking the spirit would have to be the energy. Blood. You know, energy. Energy can't be created or destroyed. I'm thinking it should be that. But maybe it's some other thing. And I'm thinking African tradition that's, that's grounded in science. I'm thinking they understand what that is too. Let me move forward a little bit. How can everything be spiritual? This is Ben, ben Dials. How can everything be spiritual if you don't believe in God? Okay. And I don't got to believe in God to make things spiritual because the word is a word created by human beings in the first place. And spirituality... Put seven people in the room and ask them what their definition of spirituality is and what spirit is. And they all have a different understanding of it. So my understanding of it is food, clothing, and shelter and protection of that. The energy that moves through the cosmos. They can't be created nor destroyed. Yes. That, that's what I'm thinking spirit is. And I'm thinking the understanding of that spirit, you know what I'm saying, should be your culture. That's what I'm saying. That means you have to integrate everything around you, understand everything around you, to sit back and even put that piece together so that you can have survivability, you know what I'm saying, in that particular ecosystem. That's spirituality to me. Okay, let me keep moving on. Uh, oh, this, this, this Uranaya 6, clown show. I'm going to let you have that, bro. You're just throwing ad hominem. That means you ain't got shit to say. Let me keep going. All right. Hold on, got some positive things. Mr. Subterranean Accurate. Roaches, come on, unk. That's the second thing. It's the second uh, comment about roaches. One was positive, now it's come on, unk. We're going to get into that. Got to watch my time here. G-Style Media says, shout out to G-Style Media. Say, unk, I love you, but you're damn sure bugging <laughs> with that roach shit. No pun intended, bugging with that bug, bugs, roaches. What is that bug? Yeah. 
I, I feel you. That means I got to go into a better explanation of what I'm talking about. That's why I got to listen to the people. I learn from the people. People learn from me. I learn from the people. So that means I got to give a better detailed explanation of what I'm talking about here. Oh, man. Hold on. I don't want to read the positive stuff, right? I'm going to do that. I'm going to read the stuff where clearly people are understanding it. So we can keep going. Uh, still on that crack pipe, I see. Nah, I ain't on the crack pipe. Nah. Nah, I ain't on that no more. Nah, but I'd be a whole different individual. You know what I'm saying? If I was on that crack, I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't have time for that. I'd be, come on, man, stop that. Ad hominem don't got nothing intelligence to say. So we can always tell when a person has no refusion of what you said, they say something crazy, like you still on that crack pipe. There you go. Nah, matter of fact, they made a whole channel dedicated to me. Yeah, I mean, that, and I shout out to the person who made Unk's Crack Pipe. Appreciate that, bro. All right? Then maybe people will wonder, well, what was that you was doing? And I can explain the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? How I got here. All right? So sometimes you just look at where a person been and realize how in the hell they got to where they at. See, that's the struggle. See, and that's the learning. That's when people learn from your life. Let me keep moving forward. Hold on. It say, uh, John Public, 1981, say one, it say the one problem I have with his position is that we don't have thousands of years to develop any systems. Uh, so why not take the best of what we have had and go from there instead of acting like it's all rotten fruit? Also, on the point of practicing faith like a monotheist, what about the flip side of his argument being the fact that there is heavy, um, I got more fast. Oh, he, he too long. Y'all got to read that, man. All right, first of all, I never said, uh, I never said anything about rotten fruit. African spiritual system, let's get that credit. Never said that. Obviously, African systems were, were superior because it allowed them to last for the last uh, 300,000 years. You know, Homo sapiens sapiens go back 300,000 BCE. Now, we the oldest homo sapiens on planet Earth. Our DNA tells us that. So how is this rotten fruit? Man, if you didn't have something there, you know what I'm saying, then how could you integrate that into your system? How would you know it was wrong if you've never seen it? How would you know it was right? How would you know to make the difference? You would have to spend time with that. The African-American have spent time in the belly of racism, white supremacy. We have taken the pause and we're still here. We can show you how to navigate. All living species do this. The roach does it too. The rats does it too. Because you can poison one generation of the rats, and that next generation, uh, so say if you poison 10 rats, right? Five may die, all right? Three may get sick, and nothing happened to two of them. Then that next generation, you know what I'm saying? The five, you know what I'm saying? It got the, 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 the three that got sick, you know what I'm saying? It's taking on the poison. The two that didn't, those genes are passed on. And so that next generation, you know what I'm saying, the rats, you know what I'm saying, won't get the same result. All right? Why? Because genetic mutation has occurred, has evolved. Okay? And now that poison that once got that first generation sick won't get the next generation sick. Biological evolution tells us this. We need to mimic that. So we got to develop a system that has that in there so that we won't get sick from the racism, white supremacy. That is what I'm talking about. I hope I'm clear. Let me keep moving right along. Never said it was right. I simply said it was inadequate for the new ecosion in the environment. And I hope that's clear.
Let's move on next. It say, honestly, I can't comprehend how anyone can identify, can identify with Kemet spirituality and be an atheist. The symbols can't mean anything to them. Hmm. Man. Yeah. Now I really understand it. Now I really understand it. Of the unk. Let me free.